Hi, everyone, and welcome to Grieving Normal, where we talk about all things parenting and autism. Join us as we laugh, share, and connect on this journey we're on together. We're so excited for you guys to join us on our first ever, ever, ever episode of Grieving Normal. It is a monumental episode and long time coming. So I guess the first thing we need to do is tell you why we named it Grieving Normal or what the concept even is. Right, because we don't want you to think that we're just starting this up for our own pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So Grieving Normal came from... Actually, we just had the official evaluation for our daughter. She's three. And where they officially diagnosed her as autistic. And as we were talking with the with the evaluator, and he was like, yeah, you know, the grieving process of parenting. And I was like, oh, my God, I've been telling my husband, like, I felt like I've been grieving, like grieving actively through this whole process. And those of you who are on this journey like us, you know exactly what that process is. Right. And so um, it's just a grieving, a constant grieving and a constant emotional roller coaster. And then also we find ourselves battling with the concept of normal because during and during the process, you hear a lot of, well, you know, on a normal range, they would do this. On a normal range, we would expect her. Normal, 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 mm-hmm. normal. And it's just to the point that that hearing her being hearing her diagnosis and hearing the people constantly from the teachers, the doctors, the evaluators, the mm-hmm. IEP specialists constantly talking to us about how she's not normal, you find yourself grieving. So to sum up our feelings, grieving normal. Like that's just what it is. Right. And it's really honestly been something that none of us has really honestly either experienced. And so you have to understand, you know, that you have, first off, we have an amazing child. She's a blessing from the Lord. And we really honestly um, have had one of the best times (laughs) of our lives. Just, well, I know if I'm speaking personally, well, I guess I can say we're speaking. Uh, no, only you've had best times oh with God. the baby. <laughs> but anyway, she she has just really honestly been a joy. And really, during the beginning of the process, like, you know, around the time that we first started seeing the signs and everything, I didn't really understand, you know, that something was going on. Right. You had to actually tell me, like, okay. Something is different. I don't really quite know. I mean, she's our first kid, our only kid. And, you know, we have never experienced this in either of our families, like firsthand experience of raising an autistic child or even a child that is neurodivergent. And that's like the buzzword right now. But just that's just simply ADD, ADHD, autism, sensory, anything that's abnormal, they consider it neurodivergent. So that's not something that. I was personally familiar with, and I don't think Greg was either. So, you know, it did take some time to just really be like, okay, something is off here. Something is not um, as smooth as I've seen it before. And I want to acknowledge that. I did. We didn't. I'm going to say we. Greg says I have to work on we mm-hmm. statements. <laughs> we did not want to be the parents that ignored the signs because we wanted a certain image or a certain look for our family. You know, we're in a day and age of 
of social media. So everything has to be the picture perfect or look what my child can do. Look at that. You know, so right. we kind of fell for that pressure initially. And then we were like, no, we, we have to address this head on. Right. And honestly, I don't think I, this is my first time hearing neurodivergent. Like really? I've never heard that. Yeah, and that's that's what says like a buzzword. Now I keep saying neurodivergent, neurodivergent. So I looked it up, and I was like, oh, okay. So it's just neurotypical and neurodivergent. Neurotypical is the normal that okay. we, the normal, and neurodivergent is anybody that's abnormal. Now this all uh, this makes me it is excites me because I think about the movie when you say <laughs> divergent and I'm like my oh, baby got like the superpower of all of the hey, different that, divergence. Let me tell you that you might you might be on to something. I'm trying to tell you divergent. They all had these factors of what they were excellent at, right? And they were divided amongst that. I mean, hey, mm. that's for another episode. Right, <laughs> Greg, right. Greg is a movie lover, I so. Know. So his mind automatically. I love movies. Oh, that was creepy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is our first episode. You're gonna learn so much about us. We love to laugh. We don't take ourselves seriously. We're also no. millennials, so yes. you know everything's a joke. Everything is like, hey, you know, it, things happen. Right. We laugh at we laugh at a lot of things. I think the autism memes and videos they crack me up. Like mm. the ones. They have the videos of like when your autistic child is supposed to time for go to bed, and then they have Grover singing wubble 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 woo woo woo, and I'm <laughs> like, that is so that is so accurate. And to not a just night. because of that, but because our daughter loves Grover and singing she loves wubble wubble woo woo woo. That's so our daughter is officially a kid that sang before she talked. Like she will Literally. sing everything. But talking, we're still working on it. You stick with it. Well, if you let her Nana tell it, that most of uh, my my mother, we yes, uh, Nana is Greg's mom. Grammy is my mom. Right. So we'll, you'll hear us differentiate. <laughs> right. So Nana says that most of us came out singing before we talked. I don't know how true that is, <laughs> but. According but his family's to Nana, a family of singers. Right. So. We're all singers, so I can I can believe it too. But at the same time, I'm like, Ma, did you, were we, you know, on the spectrum or something? And then we just didn't know it? And you, or you just didn't know it? Oh, great. I'm trying know. to self-diagnose sure. at this point. I, I am partially Dr. Greg, too. So you guys well, after, Hey, I feel like all of us parents in this situation... Look, we may as well get a minor and doctorate or something, honorary doctorates, because we have to do so much research on our own. We have to figure out all of this stuff. And it's like people don't really want to explain it to you. So you're doing all this research. And just to pause for a second, you have done an amazing job. Oh, thank you. Researching all of this stuff because I promise. University. I promise (laughs) if it was up to me, me and Bailey would just be chilling. (laughs) <laughs> trying to figure it out that way. But the cool thing is with you doing this, and this is, sorry to interrupt, but I've seen like on these autism posts, it's so many dads, like single dads that have autistic children. Mm-hmm. And I can, can't even imagine how lonely that may feel. We know, right. mom, we know moms, super moms, single moms. We know. We know that we have this innate ability to nurture and to do the extra mile and just 
you know, even coming up with things and creatively being there. And so for a father to have to stretch that way. So if you're a single father listening to this, I applaud you. I think you're amazing. You're wonderful. And I hope that you feel encouraged after listening to this. And I, and I, that was the biggest thing. So I guess we should rewind a little bit. Right. So for us, we wanted to do this podcast because we realize how isolating and lonely this journey can get, even if you have family, even if you have friends, even if you have that support system, because you're in it, a lot of times it just feels so isolating. It feels Mm -hmm. so lonely because people really don't understand because they're not living it. They don't understand the weight of having a child that's autistic and not even just in a negative way, but it's a heavy assignment. It's a heavy work. Yeah. And it's not a negative thing, but it's a lot. And it can be a lot, especially the process of trying to get diagnosis, trying to get support, trying to get, you know, the insurance on board, trying to get the, you know, the schools to do what they're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. It's a lot. It's a heavy weight. And we were like, if we feel this way, I know it has to be some other parents out there. And we were like, we're going to do this together because we parent together. So I think it's important to hear my perspective. It's important to hear Greg's perspective. Right. And really for you all to hear us and just hear our hearts and feel connected to us in this journey because you're not alone. We have each other, even though everyone's child is different on the spectrum. Some may be more severe. Some will be less severe. Some may have a certain um, thing that comes with it. They may be more sensory um, prior perceptive is what they call it, or they may be nonverbal or they may be both, whatever it is. We're on this journey and we wanted to do this to be a support and voice. So there are a lot of podcasts out here about autism that are talking about Oh, you should do this. Try this therapy. Try this um, mm-hmm. herb. Try this detox. Try this, 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 and that. Right. But we're here for the parents. Yeah. <laughs> we are literally here for the parents to to really be there. You know, we spend so much of our time taking care of our child that no one really knows that we need to be taken care of. We need right. that extra support. We need that extra lifting of our our hearts and our heads and just of that weight off of us and so while we love our children this time during our podcast is for us us Mm -hmm. parents so we hope that you feel encouraged uplifted i hope you laugh i hope you just have a good time and if you have to shed a tear of relief shed a tear of grief share a tear of frustration whatever do that because hey it's life and life goes on after you get the... I always say, you cry for five minutes and you get back to it. That's what I tell Greg. That's mm-hmm. what I tell myself. I'm going to be sad for five minutes. I'm going to be frustrated for five minutes, whatever the emotion. And I'm going to get back to it because we have no option. We got to take care of these kids. I just learned another new one you just said. I ain't never heard it before. You said prior, neuro... Wait. Prioperceptive. Prioperceptive. Yeah, that's one of those big words. I've, I've been seeing that... <laughs> All over this. How perceptive. What does that mean again? That is, let me give you an accurate definition. Because I wanted to throw that at somebody next time I talk about this. Oh, Lord. (laughs) It can be pretty accurate when I say it. I don't want to just look crazy. 
Right. So prior perception, otherwise known as kinesthesia, is your mm. body's ability to sense movement, action, and location. So when it's a sensory prior perception, that's, you know, when they need to feel and touch and that high impact or that, you know, the excitement that Bailey gets when she's jumping from the couch right to the floor mm. or she's... <laughs> throwing herself around because it's fun and exciting that's all of that it's it's all tied into that now see that's the reason why this is for the parents because when all of this is happening and is she at like oh my god when she is at her almost peak of excitement <laughs> man it's it can feel i saw a, i think it was a meme the other day that said uh, your child, uh, autistic children are like three children in one. Amen. And I was like, no, Amen. that is some straight up realness right there. It's, it legit is like three kids in one. And people be asking like, when are y'all going to have another kid? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I have three currently. Right. Even like, though she only, even though babies are only one, it feels like we have a house full of children really running legit. around. Because it really honestly takes your energy like that. Like it, She's so enough. our daughter, what we learned also in the um, autism, um, what is it called? The evaluation, autism mm-hmm. evaluation. She has boundless energy and there are some children that can be more lethargic. So our child is on this side of the spectrum with the boundless energy. Mm-hmm. And from the moment she wakes till she passes out in bed. Our daughter is on 10. On a thousand. We literally like, okay. Bailey, let's get you to school because mm-hmm. it's too much for six o'clock in the morning. She literally wakes up at six a.m. She legit has been getting up at like at four, five, six. Yes, that's her new thing, her new schedule. And for a while, we had her on a straight sleep schedule, but now she's kind of like, but she's learning to speak. So I think mm-hmm. she's a little excited about that. So on a normal, I'm using quotation on a normal spectrum um when the brain is learning new um skills that's when the sleep regression kicks in Mm. and so i think that's what a lot of that is going on with her because she's started they they teaching it up at school then (laughs) because she is cooking like she in here going ham cooking everything that she want to do I'm like, golly, well, it makes sense now. She, must, our baby, our baby is learning. Yes, so, so we're excited about that. Yeah. But yes, so she's been parents. You know about that, the non-sleeping. That's for another episode. We're not even yeah, gonna go down that. Can't go into that right now. So, uh, um, I would like to touch on when we first started noticing changes in Bailey. So, for us, Bailey was progressing. Well, let's start. Bailey was born right before the pandemic. She was born in December. They shut down everything, I believe, in like March, mm, February, March. Yeah. February, March. They, I, I worked for the government, so we didn't go home to about April <laughs> or May. Like, we were literally mm. in the office because we didn't shut down. So, um, she was born right, right before, and we were at home with her. So... You know, we were like, oh, she's progressing normally. She's starting to say eyes, nose, all of this stuff. You know, like mm-hmm. as the year progressed on, of course, it wasn't in the first three months. But as the year progressed on, she was starting to 
mimic things, say things. She'll say, hi, bye. And I'll say, where's daddy? And she'll point or she'll look or when she started walking, she started walking right before she turned two. And I'll say, go get daddy. And she'll go find Greg or Greg said, go get mommy. And she'll come get us. And then all of a sudden the babbling started and she just started she started babbling more and started saying less words. And I'm like, mm, what's going on? Like, I legit automatically was like, mm, something is off here. But we had so many people in our ear like, no, that's kids. Kids do this. Kids do that. You know, and they were well-meaning. Right. But it's like as a mother and as a parent, you know, you know when that thing changes in your child. You know when they start to do things differently. Like, you know, when a headache, you know, when a big headache and a little headache, you know, a stomach ache and they just get, you know, like, you know, your child. And so that's when I was like, Hmm. So the year passed on, we kept, and then she started getting ear infections back to back, back to back. So Greg, I was still working. And because of the job Greg was at, he was working at a school. So they were home because it was no school. So he was taking Bailey to the doctor back to back to back to back to back. And we're like, okay, this is not normal. What's going on? And we noticed that her speech just kept deteriorating. So we wind up moving to another state for, cause Greg got a job in another state and things just progressively got worse to the point right. that her daycare was like, we want to get her in speech therapy. We want to get her evaluated for speech therapy. And we're like, okay, cool, because we're trying to figure out why she isn't <laughs> talking anyway, you know? Mm-hmm. And we started getting videos from school. All the kids would be in one area. Bailey would be in a corner reading a book, you know, not actually reading, mm-hmm. but flipping through pages of a book. And we're like, are they just not including her? Like, what's going on? Like, we started questioning, like, are they not including her? Right. Is this, what is going on? So... The, the daycare really, really did try to help us as much as they can. They did get us connected to speech therapy evaluation. And then it finally got to a point that we were like, oh, we're going to just take her to the doctor. Because she kept getting ear infections. She was just sick, sick, sick. So when I say literally double ear infection every four to six weeks, yeah, not an exaggeration. So to the point that she wound up getting tubes in there, we was like, okay, well, maybe because she needed tubes because she wasn't hearing properly, maybe that's why she wasn't speaking. All right, let's, you know, let's try it. And so we got that done. She was still in speech therapy. And long story short, it just still wasn't adding up. I felt like I was taking care of a one and a half year old and Bailey was about to be three. Mm-hmm. And for those of you who are in a situation like we are, you know exactly what I mean when I say it's like you have a child half the age right. of your actual child. And it was just like something is off. Something is not normal. And people were still like, oh, she's fine. She's this. And it was like, no, but she's not. She's really not. Like, it's something going on. And like, I just knew in the pit of my stomach. So we got the evaluations and everything. And here we are, what, a year and some change later, and she's officially diagnosed with autism. And so a part of me is like feeling vindicated, like I knew it, I knew it. And a part of me is like, man, did we miss something? Like, you know, so 
that's part of the struggle too because it's like okay what happened what changed and we may never know but here we are on this journey and we're going to continue to push forward and continue to be proud of our daughter and proud of, of who we're raising and then also you know um one day she's going to grow up and hear this and I don't ever want her to feel like we talked about her you know like we right. like we embarrassed her like I will never I never will speak in a way that it makes her feel embarrassed I'm never going to overshare I will try my best not to overshare because my daughter is highly intelligent and I know she's going to understand this and I know she's going to you know hear this one day and I want her to be proud of mom and dad and be excited that we were able to advocate and also help other parents advocate for their children well, Bailey, when you listen to this, <laughs> daddy's going to say, I can't promise that I won't put your business out there, but I will do my best to uphold your oh, sweet little angel um, temperament as much as I can and tell the people how you really are, because I love you. We do. We do love you, honey. We love you. But, um, so, this honestly... It's our first episode, and I Yay. yes, we did it. We, we did were it. so nervous. We, we did it, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> we did it, Joe. That's what should have been the name of this episode. We did right. it, Joe. <laughs> right. We should have named it that because we were agonizing over this. It's been a long time coming. We have just really been trying. We want to give you quality. We want to give you something encouraging we want to you know still want to entertain you know we don't want it to be boring and you took flick it off like eh, what are they talking about so we want to continue with this we want to continue to grow with you guys we want to continue to just be encouragement and voices of encouragement and just let you know that you're doing great and so I'm going to wrap this episode up and I want to say thank you so much for joining us on this journey in parenting. Yes. And if no one has told you, you're doing amazing and you got this. You got it. Keep pushing and take care of yourself. I'm Janice. And I'm Greg. And we are the Wileys. And this is Grieving Normal. Hello.